0: Hey, good morning everybody. This is Joe Renoro and welcome back to the Rat Race Liberation Podcast. I was able to finish the 12-week year yesterday, so we're going to do a little bit of a recap here real quick. And I've got two quotes that came out of that book that I really want to touch on before we move on to the next one, which is uh, Dale Carnegie's How to to Make Friends and Influence People. Uh, Hopefully I am saying that right and let me verify. Yeah, How to Win Friends and Influence People. So I started that one last night as well. I'm about an hour into that. Yeah, surprise, surprise, one of the best-selling uh, personal development books of all time. Is still a really interesting read and has a lot of good information, but uh, I digress a little bit. Let's back up and let's get into the 12-week year here. So um, uh, overall, just an amazing, really interesting, and once again, such a simplistic concept that um, it it's almost baffling that it's... I don't want to say that it's a New York... It's baffling that it's a New York Times bestseller and that so many people are amazed by it. Uh, it's just baffling to me that this wasn't always the norm. And, and I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I always feel this way. You know, you see like an invention out there, and you're like, oh man, I could have thought of that. But you didn't, right? And so these two authors came up with what, what seems like such a simple concept and uh, and turned it into a, a really influential and powerful tool. And quite frankly, to be personally open and honest with you guys, I am excited to, to try this technique and, and see what comes of it. So much so that I actually started my 12-week year yesterday for running. Um, I, I've always you know, it's, it's well for the last year or so. And for as long as I've been talking to you guys, I, I've been on some sort of a running regiment, but it's been sur- sporadic. I haven't held true to, to what I want to accomplish. So uh, I'm giving it a shot as of yesterday. And I'll share my goals with all of you guys and, and but quickly recap the book. Uh, I think I went into a little bit of this last week, but basically the whole concept is, uh, remove the idea of an annual plan, uh, remove the idea of setting a yearly goal. Um, you know, Think of that in terms of like a New Year's resolution, You know, this year I wanna X, Y, and Z. Problem is, you wait, you wait, you wait, you wait, and then at the end of the year, you've either given up on the task completely, or you're cramming to get the, the task, the goal accomplished. And even if you get the goal accomplished, basically what these authors are saying is you're nowhere near your full potential because you wasted you know, six, seven, eight, nine months out of the year and were able to accomplish it in three months. Well, what if you were able to put all of that extreme focus that you did towards the end of the year and accomplishing that goal? What if you were able to space that out, spread it out, and but at the same time intensify it across the entire year? How much more would you be able to get done? How much more productive would you be? How much more successful would you be? And how much further in life towards your all of your overall goals would you be if you were able to channel and focus that energy um, throughout the entire year. And so their concept of this is forget the 12-month goal. It's a 12-week goal. And it's a much more obtainable, you can see the end of the rainbow type deal. But you're also feeling the pressure because you've got a deadline and every single day in all 12 of those weeks is like its own week or... Yeah, basically a week, you know, you miss a day's worth of stuff, you take a day off and you're a week behind. And uh, in, uh, like I said, really interesting concept, really simple when you boil it down and talk about it like that, but I am excited to give it a try here. So what I was saying was that uh, I'm going into it with running and I'm setting a pretty, It, it's not that it's outrageous, but it does have to be the the basic portion of the concept of the 12 week plan is to set goals for yourself that, are doable, but are a stretch, right? So if you're already doing what you're planning to be done within the 12 weeks, it's it's not a big enough goal. Um, you should feel uncomfortable about the goal that you set. Not that it's impossible and it shouldn't be so overwhelming that it just buries you and you don't wanna think about it from day one, but it should be an uncomfortable goal. You know, you're know, you not sure if you're gonna be able to do this, that type of deal. Um, so for me, the running one that I'm gonna start off with is going to be 240 miles in 12 weeks, which averages out to be 20 miles a week running. Uh, and I'm sharing with you guys, and I shared with my wife because that is actually part of the plan. It, it's not um, just enough to write down your goal and then plan out your plan, but you need to share it so that you can, so that you can take ownership of it, so that you can be accountable. But um, it, it's just. For whatever reason, us as human beings, and I'm sure you guys have all experienced it, when you say your goals out loud and make them real to other people, uh, it, it makes you go that much harder towards getting those goals accomplished. There's there's something in the human psyche that, okay, somebody knows about this now. Now I've got somebody other than myself to to let down or disappoint or or to prove wrong, you know, if they, if they know about my goals. So um, so I'm sharing it with you guys. So 240 miles in 12 weeks, that averages out to be, like I said, about 20 miles a week. And, um, and that's what I'm doing. So today I'll plan that out, how I'm going to accomplish that. And I am, I'm going to stick with it for these 12 weeks and, and see what comes of it. And, uh, and for those of you that haven't read this book... It's a really easy read. I mean, again, I listened to it through Audible, but it's only about five and a half hours, and, uh, and I consumed it in about two and a half days, you know, cleaning and, and running and all of that stuff. Um, but really, really powerful message, and uh, and I, I'm intrigued to see what comes of it. I also plan to mix it into some of my professional stuff as well, but, um, but probably in the next week or so. I, I've got a little bit more outlining to figure out how that's all going to work, And I'm going to hold off on that until after the holiday. But um, yeah, really excited about it. Uh, With that said, I want to get into two more of the quotes that were really powerful in this book. The first one being, you don't control your results. You only control your actions. The process is more important than the results. Right, and what the author is saying is, you know, you're going through this 12-week plan, right? You might do the entire plan exactly as you've planned out. And when you get to the end, you still might not have realized your end goal, right? If you set a goal that you want to make 100,000 dollars in 12 weeks, and you think that the best tactics to do so are to, you know make 10 sales calls a day and uh, excuse me and visit 30 accounts a week. And you do that. Say, every single day you make 10 sales calls, and every single week, you make 30 um, visits. And you get to the end of your twelve weeks, and you 've done that for all twelve weeks you hit one hundred percent and you you know you make twenty thousand dollars extra um, you don 't control the end results, but you can control the actions that get you to those end results and and what they 're saying about the process being more important than the results is it 's these habits that you 're forming it's it 's these um, this mindset that you're building, this plan of attack, if you can set goals for yourself and you can hold yourself accountable in these scenarios, and, and if you read the book, you'll understand I'm a little hesitant to word it that way because the, uh, um, the there's a very big portion and theme of the book. Uh, in terms of using that that language of accountability and holding yourself accountable and the negative connotation that it's come to have that society recognizes with it and it's it's not it's not negative consequences it's just taking ownership and that's that's a really important distinction there and I'm not going to go too far into that but but keep that in mind as I'm talking about this it's just taking ownership of the fact that you can You can take these plans, you can set them down on paper or, you know, on a computer or whatever, um, and you can systematically go out day after day after day like we talked about yesterday. You can ignore your feelings and just focus on the commitment. Um, So you don't control those results, right? And I I talked about this um, for my high school days for football. I showed up to every single practice and worked my ass off every single day at practice. Now I might not have done the extracurriculars. I wasn't in the weight room. I wasn't smoothing it up with the coaches and you know uh, some of the other guys on the team. Um, that had I done that and and been involved in those extra things as well, I probably would have um, had a bigger role in the team uh, as far as being a varsity letter winner um a lot earlier in my career in high school but but that's my point I did the things right to show up every day to practice uh but I still didn't get to start until my senior year right so you can do the things right you can do the process day in and day out and and when you finally get to that finish line you might not have achieved the results that you wanted you can't control that, but you can control the process, and you need to start doing that it's It's one of the most important things you give somebody your word, your commitment that you're going to be somewhere that you're going to do something you you know you can't control what's going to come out of that meeting or anything like that, but you can show up and um and it's really harped on in this book and it's a it's a really important thing to harp on, kind of piggybacking off of that the second quote that I wanted to mention here is uh is something that's come up previously in a lot of the other authors and uh, mentors that I've mentioned here. So, you know, as you all know, I I love to see that type of repetitive language and thinking showing up in all of these successful people's writings and teachings because it just reinforces that you're on the right path, right? Um, and, And again, if all of these wildly successful and influential individuals are saying the same thing, Maybe we should take notice of it and start implementing that or or at least thinking about those things um, in our daily lives as we're going through this journey here. And uh, and this one is, um, it's not what you know or who you know, but what you implement that counts. And if you guys recall, um, we mentioned... um We mentioned a tony robbins quote uh, a couple of weeks ago that was kind of along the same lines right talking about implementation being more important than what you know you know you could have all the knowledge in the world but if you don't do anything with that knowledge it's useless it's not about the information itself it's not about how much information you acquire it's what you do with that information that counts the actions that you take based on the information that you acquire um, and that's, that's right where we're going with this, right? It's not what you know, it's not who you know, but what you implement that counts. So kind of going against that age-old additive, right, that uh, knowledge is power. Knowledge isn't necessarily power if you don't act with it. Um, and that is, like I said, just something that's been coming up with all of these different authors and all of these influential people. Guys, we got to take notice of this. All right? Don't sit back. You got to avoid the analysis paralysis. Do do this is going to come out a little weird cuz obviously right has a asterisk next to it. What's the right amount in the right situation? But do the right amount of due diligence. Right? You got to find that balance between Making sure you do enough due diligence and research and and evidence gathering or whatever it is you know you you make sure you acquire enough information, but at some point you got to pull the trigger and do something with that information right you can't just keep acquiring information and use it as a crutch to never act. Um, the action is the most important part and uh and if you do decide to take my advice and and read this book. Um, you're going to find that they reference it in a multiple uh, excuse me in multiple portions of the book, in the sense that things don't have to be perfect. you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to implement the perfect plan. but uh, a plan that is started today is 10 times more valuable. Excuse me, an imperfect plan started today is 10 times more valuable than a perfect plan that isn't started until tomorrow. And I butchered the quote, and I can't recall who the hell said it, uh, but they, they reference It's not their quote in the book, another really influential person throughout time. But you guys kind of see where I'm going with this, right? Uh, it's better to start acting today, start putting a plan into motion, start getting some traction with it, start implementing it in the real world, and then making corrections on the fly as opposed to waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. You know, today's not the right day. Tomorrow's going to be the day. Tomorrow's going to be the day. Tomorrow's going to be the day. I just need this one last bit of information here. I just need to make it perfect over here. I just need to get the right thing going on over here, and then I'll be comfortable with launching. Um, Russell Brunson preaches this nonstop, you know. If you're waiting to become, or excuse me, to feel like you've become an expert in the field to start publishing Good luck you're going to be there forever waiting and waiting and waiting you'll never acquire enough knowledge to feel like you're an expert and start publishing right You need to start publishing today you'll work through it you'll figure out the pitfalls you know you can make corrections along the way and and still do some really good damage along the way. Start helping some people and making corrections and, and you'll become more and more influential and better at what you're doing throughout time. Um, you have to take action. And that's really what this book, if you wanted to boil it down into a more simplistic summary, I'd say the overall theme is taking action. Um, the idea of the 12-week year itself is a boiled down condensed version to make you feel the pressure um, to allow you to take action that much faster and 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 realize more of your full potential throughout the course of an annual year by doing this 12-week program multiple times. And um, and, it, and it's just a really powerful tool, just yet another powerful tool that I've got in my tool belt now. Hopefully you guys have in your tool belt now if you're listening to this. Uh, and if you really want to go a little bit deeper, I've only mentioned, you know, we've only done two or three podcasts on this. Uh, a handful of quotes out of a, a really influential book and um, and what's going to be a, a key, I think, cornerstone piece to to my plan of attack moving forward um, in, in a multitude of facets. So um, I'm going to leave you guys with that for today. Really, really recommend this one. Again, it is The 12-Week Year by Brian Moran and Michael Lennington. Go out, get this one. Again, about five and a half hours worth of listening to. Uh, really, really really influential piece. I think it's going to help you guys a lot on this journey. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll check in with you all.